Section 25 of India, Persia, Mesopotamia, and Palestine. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia as the narrator. Thomas Peter as the king. Eva Davis as the first attendant. T.J. Burns as the second attendant. Lorda as the child. Monica is Sarkantala. Philip Gould as Matali. Todd as Kaziapa. Sandra Schmidt as Aditi. And Nemo as the pupil. The World's Story, Volume 2 India, Persia, Mesopotamia, and Palestine. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 25. Sarkantala or the Lost Ring. 3rd century A.D translated from the sanskrit of kalidasa by sir monier monier williams in sakuntala the most famous of the indian dramas the heroine from whom the play is named has been brought up as his own daughter by the chief of a group of hermits the king visits the hermitage woos her and wins her for his queen he is obliged to return to his capital but he leaves with sakuntala his signet ring as a token of his love after a time she goes to the royal palace but the king declares that he never saw her she raises her hand to show him the ring but it has disappeared it has slipped from her finger while she was bathing in the ganges he has entirely forgotten her but neither she nor the king knows that this is because a curse has been laid upon him at length a fisherman brings in the ring which he has found in a fish at once the curse is removed and the king remembers his bride but she has vanished and her husband is broken-hearted some time after this the king when on a visit to a sacred grove sees a young boy playing fearlessly with the cub of a lion and feels a remarkable interest in the child then follows the closing act of the play the editor king taking the child by the hand i marvel that the touch of this strange child should thrill me with delight if so it be how must the fond caresses of a son transport the father's soul who gave him being attendant looking at them both a wonderful prodigious what excites your surprise my good woman i am astonished at the striking resemblance between the child and yourself and what is still more extraordinary he seems to have taken to you kindly and submissively though you are a stranger to him king fondling the child if he be not the son of the great sage of what family does he come may i ask of the race of peru king aside what are we then descended from the same ancestry this no doubt accounts for the resemblance she traces between the child and me certainly it has always been an established usage among the princes of peru's race to dedicate the morning of their days to the world's weal in palaces and halls mid luxury and regal pomp abiding then in the wane of life to seek release from kingly cares and make the hallowed shade of sacred trees their last asylum whereas hermits they may practice self-abasement and bind themselves by rigid vows of penance aloud but how could mortals by their own power 
gain admission to this sacred region your remark is just but your wonder will cease when i tell you that his mother is the offspring of a celestial nymph and gave him birth in the hallowed grove of cassiopa king aside strange that my hopes should be again excited aloud but what let me ask was the name of the prince whom she deigned to honour with her hand how could i think of polluting my lips by the mention of a wretch who had the cruelty to desert his lawful wife king aside ha the description suits me exactly would i could bring myself to inquire the name of the child's mother reflecting but it is against propriety to make two minute inquiries about the wife of another man second attendant entering with the china peacock in her hand sarva damana sarva damana see see what a beautiful sakunta bird child looking round my mother mer let me go to her he mistook the word sakunta for sakuntala the boy dotes upon his mother and she is ever uppermost in his thoughts nay my dear child i said look at the beauty of the sakunta king aside what is his mother's name sakuntala but the name is not uncommon among women alas i fear the mere similarity of a name like the deceitful vapour of the desert has once more raised my hopes only to dash them to the ground dear nurse what a beautiful peacock takes the toy first attendant looking at the child in great distress alas alas i do not see the amulet on his wrist don't distress yourself here it is it fell off while he was struggling with the young lion stoops to pick it up hold hold touch it not for your life how marvellous he has, he has actually, actually taken, taken it up, up without the slightest hesitation both raise their hands to their breasts and look at each other in astonishment why did you try to prevent my touching it listen great monarch this amulet known as the invincible was given to the boy by the divine son of marishi soon after his birth when the natal ceremony was performed its peculiar virtue is that when it falls to the ground no one excepting the father or mother of the child can touch it unhurt and suppose another person touches it then it instantly becomes a serpent and bites him have you ever witnessed the transformation with your own eyes over and over again king with rapture aside joy joy are then my dearest hopes to be fulfilled embraces the child come my dear servata we must inform sakuntala immediately of this wonderful event though we have to interrupt her in the performance of her religious vows exeunt child to the king don't hold me i want to go to my mother we will go to her together and give her joy my son Lucienne is my father not you king smiling his contradiction convinces me only the more enter sakuntala in widow's apparel with her long hair twisted into a single braid 
sakuntala aside i have just heard that savadamana's amulet has retained its form though a stranger raised it from the ground i can hardly believe in my good fortune yet why should not sanomati's prediction be verified king gazing at sakuntala alas can this indeed be my sakuntala clad in the weeds of widowhood her face emaciate with fasting her long hair twined in a single braid her whole demeanour expressive of her purity of soul with patient constancy she thus prolongs the vow to which my cruelty condemned her sakuntala gazing at the king who is pale with remorse surely this is not like my husband yet who can it be that dares pollute by the pressure of his hand my child whose amulet should protect him from a stranger's touch child going to his mother mother who is this man that has been kissing me and calling me his son my best beloved i have indeed treated thee most cruelly but am now once more thy fond and affectionate lover refuse not to acknowledge me as thy husband sakuntala aside be of good cheer my heart the angel of destiny is at last appeased heaven regards thee with compassion but is he in very truth my husband behold me best and loveliest of women delivered from the cloud of fatal darkness that erst oppressed my memory again behold us brought together by the grace of the great lord of heaven so the moon shines forth from dim eclipse to blend his rays with the soft lustre of his rohim may my husband be victorious she stops short her voice choked with tears o oh, fair one though the utterance of thy prayer be lost amid the torrent of thy tears yet does the sight of thy fair countenance and of thy pallid lips all unadorned and colourless in sorrow for my absence make me already more than conqueror mother who is this man my child ask the deity that presides over thy destiny king falling at sakuntala's feet fairest of women banish from thy mind the memory of my cruelty reproach the fell delusion that o'erpowered my soul and blame me not thy husband tis the curse of him in whom the power of darkness reigns that he mistakes the gifts of those he loves for deadly evils even though a friend should wreathe a garland on a blind man's brow will he not cast it from him as a serpent rise my own husband rise thou wast not to blame my own evil deeds committed in a former state of being brought down this judgment upon me how else could my husband who was ever of a compassionate disposition have acted so unfeelingly the king rises but tell me my husband how did the remembrance of thine unfortunate wife return to thy mind as soon as my heart's anguish is removed and its wounds are healed i will tell thee all oh let me fair one chase away the drop that still bedews the fringes of thine eye 
and let me thus efface the memory of every tear that stained thy velvet cheek unnoticed and unheeded by thy lord when in his madness he rejected thee wipes away the tear sakuntala seeing the signet ring on his finger ah my dear husband is that the last ring yes the moment i recovered it my memory was restored the ring was to blame in allowing itself to be lost at the very time when i was anxious to convince my noble husband of the reality of my marriage receive it back as the beautiful twining plant receives again its blossom in token of its reunion with the spring nay i can never more place confidence in it let my husband retain it enter matali i congratulate your majesty happy are you in your reunion with your wife happy are you in beholding the face of your own son yes indeed my heart's dearest wish has borne sweet fruit but tell me matali is this joyful event known to the great indra matali smiling what is unknown to the gods but come with me noble prince the divine kashapa graciously permits thee to be presented to him sakuntala take our child and lead the way we will together go into the presence of the holy sage i shrink from entering the august presence of the great saint even with my husband at my side nay on such a joyous occasion it is highly proper come come i entreat thee all advance the holy sage cassiapa explains that what has happened is not the fault of the king but is due to the curse the editor know then when the nymph menaka the mother of sakuntala became aware of her daughter's anguish in consequence of the loss of the ring at the nymph's pool and of thy subsequent rejection of her she brought her and confided her to the care of aditi and i no sooner saw her than i ascertained by my divine power of meditation that thy repudiation of thy poor faithful wife had been caused entirely by the curse of nervasus not by thine own fault and that the spell would terminate on the discovery of the ring king drawing a deep breath oh what a weight is taken off my mind now that my character is cleared of reproach chai chai my revered husband did not then reject me without good reason for i have no recollection of the curse pronounced upon me but in all probability i unconsciously brought it upon myself when i was so distracted on being separated from my husband soon after our marriage for i now remember that my two friends advised me not to fail to show the ring in case he should have forgotten me at last my daughter thou art happy and hast gained thy heart's desire indulge then no feeling of resentment against thy partner see now though he repulsed thee twas the sage's curse that clouded his remembrance twas the curse that made thy tender husband harsh towards thee soon as the spell was broken and his soul delivered from its darkness in a moment thou didst regain thine empire o'er his heart 
so on the tarnished surface of a mirror no image is reflected till the dust that dimmed its wonted luster is removed holy father see here the hope of my royal race takes his child by the hand know that he too will become the monarch of the whole earth observe soon a resistless hero shall he cross the trackless ocean borne above the waves in an aerial car and shall subdue the earth's seven sea-girt isles now has he gained as the brave tamer of the forest beast the title sarvadamana but then mankind shall hail him as king barata and call him the supporter of the world we cannot but entertain the highest hopes of a child for whom your highness performed the natal rites my reverend husband should not the intelligence be conveyed to kanwa that his daughter's wishes are fulfilled and her happiness complete he is sakuntala's foster-father menaka who is one of my attendants is her mother and dearly does she love her daughter sakuntala aside the venerable matron has given utterance to the very wish that was in my mind his penances have gained for him the faculty of omniscience and the whole scene is already present to his mind's eye then most assuredly he cannot be very angry with me nevertheless it becomes us to send him intelligence of this happy event and hear his reply what ho there holy father what are your commands my good galava delay not an instant but hasten to the air and convey to the venerable kanwa from me the happy news that the fatal spell has ceased that Dershanta's memory is restored that his daughter sankuntala has a son and that she is once more tenderly acknowledged by her husband your highness's commands shall be obeyed exit and now my dear son take thy consort and thy child reascend the car of indra and return to thy imperial capital most holy father i obey and accept this blessing for countless ages may the god of gods lord of the atmosphere by copious showers secure abundant harvest to thy subjects and thou by frequent offerings preserve the thunderer's friendship thus by interchange of kindly actions may you both confer unnumbered benefits on earth and heaven holy father i will strive as far as i am able to attain this happiness what other favor can i bestow on thee my son what other can i desire if however you permit me to form another wish i would humbly beg that the saying of the sage marata be fulfilled may kings reign only for their subjects weal may the divine saraswati the source of speech and goddess of dramatic art be ever honored by the great and wise and may the purple self-existent god whose vital energy pervades all space from future transmigrations save my soul exeunt omnes end of section twenty five this recording is in the public domain